three tango stories. Tango suits, Gardel's kind action, and Canaro in Paris. Hey, this is Dimitris, the Curious Tanguero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today I'm going to share with you three tango stories from the Tango Stories document, a Google document full of tango stories that's available for everyone to read at thecuriousTanguero.com slash tango stories. I'm going to keep adding stories to that document based on stories I discover, based on stories that you might send to me. So I suggest that you bookmark it for future reference. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It's free, it's fun, and you're going to learn many ways to improve and enjoy more your tango. Let's start. Posture and the Milogueros shoots. Nowadays, we teach posture based on biomechanics. But back in the day, some of the milongueros were teaching it differently. In a milonga, when dressed elegantly as a leader, you would wear a suit with a tie. The reason your head would stay up was because the tie would force you to do so. Otherwise, if you put your head forward, you would feel as if it was choking you. Some teachers, like Ivan Terrazas, have still in their wardrobes suits from the old days. Their weight? They weighed about 2 kilos, that's about 4 pounds. If you try to lift your shoulders, you really need to put effort and you will get tired soon. The weight would force your shoulders to stay down. In a sense, the suit was already dictating the dancer's posture. Gardel shaping the world beyond tango. A girl approached Gardel and told him that the, her boyfriend had too many problems with the law, getting in and out of jail all the time. Gardel, who also had a rough early years, said he was going to talk to that child. He told the child that he was like him once, but then he decided to start singing and he became famous. His life changed. He suggested that the child would enter a singing competition. The child listened and he won the competition. Then, the child became kind of a big thing. And the child's name? Frank Sinatra. Canaro and Canaro in Paris. Once upon a time in Paris, there was a group of musicians called, and forgive my French because I don't speak, Canaro and the Symphony. While Canaro was becoming popular in France, the newspapers in Buenos Aires were filled with news about his success. A guitarist named Juan Caltarella read about it in one of the newspapers. He had been working on a tango song with his friend Alejandro Scarpino and they needed a title. One day, one of the newspapers had the following headline. Canaro makes comments about tango in Paris. Juan, though he could only see a small corner of the newspaper, so he missed a few words. He only read the beginning and the end of the phrase. Canaro in Paris. He used the title and wrote the lyrics. Relics. Lyrics that had nothing to do with Canaro. Years later, Scarpino changed the lyrics of the tango, but again, he didn't mention Canaro. I hope that was fun. For more tango stories, go to thecuriousTangero.com slash tango stories. For three-minute weekly tango reads in your inbox, join the Curious Tangero newsletter at thecuriousTangero.com 
And if you want to support the podcast, you can go on Amazon and buy the book Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. It's available in 11 languages, 12 very soon. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. If you want to order three copies or more for your friends, contact me to give you a discount. Links and emails will be available somewhere around this content. Hugs and stay curious.